Hey everyone, welcome back to the Stride Power Podcast. As always, my name is Evan. Today we have a, another exciting ambassador training update. Today I'm joined by Kenneth. Kenneth, how are you doing today? Hi, Evan. I'm doing great today. Thanks for having me back on the podcast. Absolutely. I've been following along uh, with your running, so I'm excited for everybody to get to hear how your running and training has been going. Let's, um, I guess, start off just with a quick refresher about what your goal race is and what you have coming up. Yeah, sure. My goal race and and, and the reason why I actually started on the strict uh, strike training plan was Copenhagen Marathon. That's my my big race this year. And that's actually already on this Sunday. So uh, less than a week out. Wow. We are coming up to crunch time. It is that most exciting part of the training block where you've got through all those hard sessions. The last time we talked to you, um, you know, you you had a couple uh, races that you were going to kind of use as benchmarks coming up and you got through some of the hard uh, training. So I'm excited to hear about that. But now we're in the most fun part of the plan, which is that little bit of a taper. And then you get to um, head into race day. Can you tell us um, maybe since the last time we talked to you, how training has been going and some of the training sessions you've done? Yeah, training has been going really great. And, and to be honest, a lot better than I actually thought I was able to do because it, it, it's a mouthful sometimes. You know what's coming up and you have like all these weeks with just training sessions and sessions and sessions going on. And that can be a bit stressful, to be honest. Um, but it, it, it's down to just getting into that rhythm, that weekly rhythm with uh, um, workout days, and rest days and just finding the balance and get everything sorted so it 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 it, it all works out in the end and I, in in my opinion once i've been been doing that for two or three weeks it, it take, takes a few weeks before you're getting used to it but then it's just like an everyday routine so it becomes natural you, you get excited at least i did uh get excited for the training that's upcoming and and once gone through week after week after week and seeing that one i was able to do it and two see the benefits and the results it's getting me uh that has been awesome and and it's been fun it's it's uh it's not just an, an a boring uh, training plan with uh, with the same workout types every day it's it's actually uh mixed mixed up pretty good with different workout types so so yeah it's been fun it's been hard but it's been fun I, I love that approach and I absolutely agree. There's a lot of um, talk about building habits and consistency everywhere, yeah. right? So not only in your personal life, but maybe with your athletic endeavors, maybe you're trying to learn a new skill, but being able to be comfortable, you know, kind of settling into that rhythm and get, yeah, two to three weeks, that 14 to 21 days of just that yeah. consistency. Well it is, uh, it, it is kind of cool when you come out that other side and all of a sudden that switch is sort of flipped and you're like, oh yes, I'm, I'm training today. Um, or, you know, I'm following what's on my plan. Even if that's a rest day, that's still, you know, following that, that, that yeah. plan guidance and stuff like that. So I love getting through that point in a training plan where there will definitely be times where things feel hard and tough, but there's also times when it's like, wow, this is, this is easy. And this is like flying by. 
um, and everything. Can you tell us um, maybe some of the training sessions that you've done that are pretty memorable to you? Because like we mentioned, you're um, you know heading into this last week. You have the goal race ahead. Uh, that thing that is super um, you know emotionally charged. It's that thing hanging over the end um, of the training plan. But what are some of the sessions that you've been doing as you've been building up to this goal race? Yeah, well, it, it, it's been a mixed type of session. So I have uh, long runs on the weekend. I have uh, strikes and 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 uh, tempo runs during the work the weekdays, the workdays. Um, so 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 it's been mixed up pretty well. The most memorable workouts for me, at least, is 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 those that build up of the long runs uh, because you, you you start in the in the beginning of the training plan with with having your long run. About, I think it's about an hour and a half or something like that. And then it builds up to three hours. And, and, and the current training plan I'm on is the uh, low volume marathon training plan. And for that, the longest long run you're doing is three hours. And if you haven't raced a marathon before or your longest distance is a half marathon, then the three hour mark actually becomes uh, a, a bit uncertain because you, you don't know if you can do that even. And, and, and once you build up and, and I got through that and feeling, well, I could do this. It wasn't so tough, of course, because I've done all the other weeks uh, building up to that. Um, then, then it was actually pretty fun. And it gave me a, a sort of confidence in myself that, well, if I can do this, I can do it on race day, can't I? Yeah, I can do that. So, so that's, that's pretty much my, my some of the uh, yeah last eleven weeks or so. so. Yeah, the the thing that we get a lot of feedback to is that you know some of the stride plans might differ a little bit with that classical long run yeah. build up. There are some plans that call for uh, distance instead of time, but uh, you know the stride plans work off of the power duration concept. So it's very specific to you for that intensity you can hold for that specific duration. Um, but some plans might call for a 20 mile long run. And if you are um, going to be out there for more than three, three and a half hours, something like that, sometimes it might actually work against you when it comes to, uh, you know, tapering down and re reducing that that overall uh, training load and, and volume and stuff. Has the stride uh, training plan differed from other plans you've followed in the past? Or what are some of those maybe other differences that you noticed? Because you mentioned that you have that long run on the weekend, which I yeah. think is pretty standard for a lot of training plans, but also incorporating that speed work in the form of strides and maybe some tempo runs or some intervals middle of the week. Intervals, How have things yeah. uh, differed from other training plans you followed? Well, the main difference from from the, the stride training plan and, and, and actually just running with, with the stride in general is in my opinion the ability for stride to actually keep adjusting to your current fitness level mm -hmm. and measuring the actual effort you're putting into each run each workout you're doing rather than focusing entirely on 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 distance or pacing from a gps um the, the the stride part is able to build that information to you so that it takes into consideration if it's uh windy or if it's uphill downhill etc and and that that really pushed me a bit mentally because in in the beginning i was i, I had to <laughs> i had to adjust from b normally running from pace from a gbs watch to running with the wattage 
So the actual effort I'm putting into it. Uh, and I was a bit nervous about that in the beginning because it was new, right? And I thought, well, how is this going to work? But after a while, those two, three weeks, after a while, it becomes natural. So I, I've had a few races during this training training plan as well. And, and what I've done is actually um, using the uh, uh, app on my Garmin watch and just running from the power numbers of the watt number instead of pacing or anything else, just stay on target for the wattage that Stride recommends me doing or says I'm able to do at least, and, and, and then focus on that and keep that intensity during the run. And, and what I've learned is I find it calming not to actually get my, my times for each kilometer I run uh, uh, read up to me, and I can just, just stay focused on what I'm doing instead of uh, being, being nervous about if I'm hitting the uh, uh, lap times, etc. So that's, that's the key difference from this training plan. It takes into consideration your actual effort, wattage, wind conditions, route conditions, uh, and combines that and adjusts your training plan from what your current level is. And that's, uh, that's hugely different. Yeah, I think that's interesting because it ties in not only that in-run experience, but then that experience you have over the whole plan, too. So if you go to, you know, whatever popular uh, running website and just print out a plan, put it on your, uh, you know, refrigerator or save it on your phone or something like that, you might get a very static um, and, yeah. and lifeless plan that really isn't tailored to you and it doesn't adjust over time. But there is a difference, um, you know, having the plan adjust to your fitness as you improve or you change your fitness over time. But also, like you mentioned, the day in and day out, that plan yeah. that you print out 12 weeks ago doesn't know that all of a sudden, um, you know, during race week, you have a super windy or a super hot day or you're on a business trip right before your goal race or you're in a new city and it's hilly and stuff. And so the actual maybe just static pace recommendations aren't appropriate for you. So I think that perfectly encapsulates not only the in-run experience, but then the overall plan experience kind of adjusting as you might have some fitness breakthroughs too. You don't want to be held back to what you thought you could do a couple exactly. months ago when you started your plan. And what you don't want to do is is actually doing doing more work than you should. So if if for example you run on a hilly route, you're not used to doing that, and you keep focused on well, I have to run uh, uh, ten miles today or something like that. Well, then the actual effort from the, the training plan that was meant for you could be uh, a, a lot less than what you're actually doing, and that can 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 actually result in a negative for you and your 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 training sessions and, and building fitness levels, you could even get injured, right? So you need you need to stay balanced. And, and I think the, the Stripe product can assist with that a lot better than any other training plan I've seen. But I'd still say it's better to do a training plan than not doing anything at all. Totally, totally. But but of course, I uh, I, I quite like the Stripe training plan. So, yeah, the... so I'll, I'll 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 probably keep doing them because it's it's just a a good way to stay motivated and 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 get that that fitness level maintained at least. Uh, so I'm ready to do another build up for the next big race I'm gonna have. Yeah, that actually segues perfectly into the thing I was curious about next. So you mentioned, um, you know, having those strides and tempos and long runs and being able to 
um, have that plan kind of adjust to you and be more specific to you. But as you've gone through this plan, uh, this is just by nature of being a distance runner. I typically find that mm -hmm. a lot of us are very similar thinking about it would be great if for my next plan after my next race that I add this in. Is there anything that you feel like you want to add in or change, uh, you know, after your, your next goal race for the next training plan you would do? I was actually considering just doing the same plan. So I had that scheduled out, mm -hmm. even though I, I, I don't have a huge race coming up uh, that I would be training towards. But what I thought to do was mix that up, change a few of the workout types to some of the suggested workouts that in the Stride app, because there's some, some pretty cool uh, workouts mm -hmm. in there. So ma maintain the weekly mileage effort RSS, the, the, the running stress, mm -hmm. just to stay on target and not lose fitness level, but, but also have a bit of fun in, in, in the middle. So I, I, I was actually planning on, on mixing it up. Yeah, I think uh, fun is one of those metrics that we can add in the future um, and, and yeah. give you kind of a fun uh, score too. That would be kind of a, an interesting uh, training plan update. Um, you said you've been running some races during this yeah. training plan. Has your yeah. critical power adjusted at all since you yeah, started the plan? hugely, hugely, mm -hmm. actually. So, and I think I went from around 200, 240 watts in critical power to uh, 270 or something like wow. that. Wow, so, yeah. Yeah, and, and that was actually, that was from a single race it was building up pretty nicely, slow, slowly as anticipated. That's that's the the purpose of the whole plan is, is to 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 gain fitness level. But it was from a single race where I thought I had a half marathon and it was a bit hilly, and it wasn't a an, an A race. Mm -hmm. it, it, it was actually just a B race for the fun of it. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't really put any goals in. I said, well, I'll, I'll just run this half marathon and have a cozy run around two hours or so. Uh, but I was like 50-ish seconds from from doing a PR. I found out after I, I I got to the finish line. So that that was a bummer. I should have known that I was was that close. But it was just it felt great, and it was on the day. It was good weather. Everything mm -hmm. just played nicely, and I had fun doing it. Uh, but after that, yeah, it it auto calculated from from the actual effort because it was was pretty high wattage I was was delivering on that route. So uh, yeah. I'm pretty uh, on ease right now because having that critical power adjusted just just meant that the last couple of weeks have been, of course, a, a, a bit harder than than in in the beginning of the training plan, and that's the purpose. Right. And I can do it, and I still have fun, and I feel great. So uh, I, I think Stride is, is spot on, basically. But what I'm a bit nervous about is that going into the training plan originally mm -hmm. stride in the in the app has like an, an auto calculated race time for different distances from 5k to a, a marathon mm -hmm. and and before starting on the plan or just in the beginning it said i could run a marathon on four hours and seven minutes and then i got to hanover we spoke about that last time mm -hmm. uh april 4th um and and on that day stride calculated an estimated time of three hours and 47 minutes and my mm. personal record was three hours 46 minutes and it's plus minus five five minutes so i thought well i might actually be able to do a pr and i set a goal of doing the pr but now stride said well i was actually pretty much in range to do that right 
So, uh, yeah, again, just fo just followed the, the, the wattage, did what Stride suggested I could do. It was pretty tough, to be honest, mm -hmm. uh, but I got through and I hit the finish line at 344. So, wow. yeah, that was great. But the main problem with that, it's not a problem actually, but the main problem is Stride auto calculates my Copenhagen Marathon. I've uploaded the GBX route on mm -hmm. that course in the app. It says I can run it at, I think it's 333 or something like that. Mm. So that's, uh, that's a, a mental struggle. Also going into the tapering week where I've, I, I have like unrest in my, my body because I'm used to going out and having uh, a lot longer durations workouts and, and a lot more effort than I have in the plan. Mm -hmm. It's tapering week, so it makes sense. But yeah, I'm a bit nervous to see how that goes. Yeah, it just 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 looks like I might PR again in Copenhagen. And I uh, I would love to do that. I should be in range from mm -hmm. my my current fitness level at least. So, what is your uh, running stress balance? What what has that been uh, trending towards this taper week? Because that's always that one thing. I think yeah. ex exactly like you mentioned, you're in that routine. You've had that consistency, but now you know because we're trying to give your legs a little bit of extra rest. We're trying to make sure that you're adding all that glycogen storage to your body, making sure that you have all that energy heading into the marathon. You have to reduce some of that quality, some of that overall volume. Uh, and that, that running stress balance is a good kind of number to to focus on that that taper week. So what are you kind of sitting at now as you head into... Uh, right now, today, it's minus one. Mm. So and it, 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 it could be a lot higher, actually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think, think that's fine. Um, coming out of Hanover Marathon, it was... Yeah, I, I think it, it, it almost didn't get any worse. So <laughs> that was a huge effort and, and didn't really, uh, yeah, fit well in the training plan because, of course, Stride didn't know in the training plan that I was going to run a marathon all of a sudden. Right. Uh, I'm training to do a marathon. So three weeks in, doing a marathon is not what, what the training plan agrees on. So that, that was a bit tough trying to balance it. And what I did basically was just ease down. So mm -hmm. I, I, I took a... a few more rest days and, mm -hmm. and then I just lowered the intensity for the week after and mm -hmm. then slowly build it up again. So mm -hmm. you, I think it's it's a good balance right now. Yeah. You mentioned a couple interesting features that I wanted to make sure we highlighted too, because a lot of times there is this disconnect between a normal plan you sign up for and then heading into race day where you might say your goal, and this is actually a perfect example. You might have said mm -hmm. that your marathon PR was a 346, and you had only in your mind to run like 345 or a little bit faster. But yeah. that static plan that you signed up for a couple months ago wouldn't have known how your fitness has sort of changed over time. So you would have been held back a little bit and not actually yeah. known that you could have done a little bit better than that. You mentioned the race power calculator where you can upload yeah. the course profile and then the event planner, um, which is, you know, kind of the, the same feature in the mobile app. How have you used those? Uh, and can you kind of talk us through your approach using those and looking at those preparing for this goal race? Yeah, exactly. I, I started doing two things, actually. First, upload all my uh, uh, races so, so that the, the schedule knows mm -hmm. what, what I have upcoming. And uh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool because that fits into the uh, uh, plan and I have all the upcoming events shown easily in my app. So I can see how many days out the, the event is for. 
But what I also did, and I tried to do that in the start of the trading plan, was actually put in, right now when you do that, it's, it's auto-calculating from your um, CP level, mm -hmm. and then it auto-calculates your time for that distance. So that race you have upcoming will auto-calculate during your, your training plan and update on your current fitness level if you have set it to auto-calculate. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is input it manually. So you can manually say, well, I want to hit this critical power wattage number, or I can input a time. So I can say, well, I want to run 345. So I'll just input 345, and then it will auto-calculate the wattage needed to do that. And it will tell you pretty... Uh, abruptly if, if uh, that wattage is over your uh, achievements, over your current fitness level. Mm -hmm. Because I did that in the start of the training plan, I said, well, what if I run Hanover 345, input that, and then it calculates the uh, wattage needed, and then it was way in the red. I said, well, that's not going to happen, mister. Um, but of course, it didn't know at that time how my fitness would build up during the training plan, because I need to input the effort. I need to do the effort mm -hmm. for it to update your fitness mm -hmm. level. So the uh, critical power, the CP number will update if you follow the plan and, and then your race uh, a time or suggested times would, would update too, if it's on auto calculated. I actually had Copenhagen marathon inputted manually mm -hmm. and I hadn't changed that at all. And after my critical power was updated, and my fitness level was now a bit better than it was going into the trading plan. It was way low. So it still still kept the same time as, as I inputted. But Stripe was like, yeah, well, that's not, not very good. You're just going to, well, have a cozy run and just uh, uh, jog it or what? Um, so I, I, I hit auto-calculate on that. And that, that's actually where I, I figured out, well, I'm going to pee on Copenhagen again, I think, because... Right says I can I can do that so I uh, I want to try everything can happen in race day of course mm -hmm. but I want to try that so uh, it's it's pretty cool features and I've been using them for 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 the upcoming races I have as well so I think I've probably spent more time than like any other part in the app playing with the race power calculator for mm -hmm. those different courses and saying like exactly the same functionality sometimes you just want to put something on your calendar you want to be told you know stride thinks you can do this and you yeah. should have confidence that you can do this but then sometimes it's fun to say well what if i have you know this goal time for this exactly. course or this race distance how you know realistic is it is it a uh you know thing that is maybe right at the bounds of what my current fitness is or is it something that i have to work to over another training exactly. clock or two and so i think that's so fun i've wasted so much time um you know quote unquote wasting so much time in the app uh, doing and that. what you can do is actually just just input a, a random event so it, it doesn't have to be an actual event you're training for it could just be well i want to run a marathon in mm -hmm. in uh, sub three hours or something mm -hmm. like that. something mm -hmm. crazy and and just see what will that require of me and 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 then then adjust your training plan to do that and then you can put in the effort and then you can say okay well it will take me this time to to, to get there if i want to do that um it's 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 a bit fun so you, you you can play around with it and yeah you can easily spend a few hours doing that yeah uh, and that's it's actually both in the app and in the uh, power center and the uh, in the browser so mm -hmm. What is, uh, as we're wrapping up here, the, the last sort of question I have, I guess, just as you're preparing for uh, th this weekend and your goal mm -hmm. race, 
what does the next few days of running look like and what does your race day setup look like in terms of uh, how you're going to be monitoring along with your progress um, you know during the race and maybe what your goal power uh, is and what your sort of approach that you're setting up for yourself is yeah I can I, I can pretty easily just go through the uh, uh, sessions that's uh, left in the training plan before mm -hmm. race day and as I said race day is on Sunday and mm -hmm. today is Tuesday mm. I had rest day yesterday uh, so today I have an easy run at 30 minutes um, it's 15 running stress that so it's it's a pretty pretty easy run mm -hmm. and tomorrow I have 31 minutes uh, tempo and that's just the mixed up so you start basic easy warm-up and then you have a, a middle session that's uh, in tempo pace just below your critical power and then you have a have a cool down basically right. uh, Thursday is rest day and Friday I have strikes for 38 minutes and then it's race day so nice. so that's that's what's upcoming and it's uh it's a lot lower than i'm i'm used to seeing in the training app um so uh yeah getting a bit restless about that but uh i i think this is spot on in in what i need and i actually like i haven't seen that before i actually like the uh 38 minute stride session two days before race mm-hmm just just to get your body ready to do the hard work on sunday right exactly exactly so so, so that's that's the sessions coming up and and on race day uh well i of course run with the uh, stripe uh, footpath <laughs> that's that's uh, pretty much uh, uh self-explanatory um and then um then i'm doing what i didn't do in hanover and in hanover there was two things i did wrong i learned from that Mm -hmm. uh, one, it was I had three gels with me, so just calories consuming whatever. Uh, I had four four gels with me, not three. I had four with me, and then the plan was to stop at the fueling stations just to get water. Uh, not everyone actually, not every station, but every other station I wanted to get just 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 some water, mm -hmm. and and then then um, then of course have have a gel around once every 30 minutes or so um the first mistake i did was when i got to the finish line i still had three gels left so that 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 wasn't too good uh and ha having forgotten those uh, i actually struggled a bit uh in in, in the last part of the race mm -hmm. and, and that's pretty much at least some of the explanation and the other mistake I did was I didn't run as stride suggested. Mm. That was a suggested wattage number. Uh, and uh, I hit that and then I ran faster than that. And I did that for like 25K or something like that. So almost, almost half the distance. Uh, it felt great, mm -hmm. but then it didn't feel that great. And then my, my pacing got pretty low in, in the last end of the race. Uh, so coming into race day on Sunday, what I'm going to do is I'm going to stay on target. What strike says, so I'll, I'll, even though it feels good. Yeah. Well, it feels good now, but it doesn't necessarily once you get to the finish line. So I'll, I'll do that and, uh, I'll, uh, I'll dial in my, uh, my fueling. So, uh, I, I, I don't forget that because it's, it's so important. So, right. Uh, I'll try those two things, see how it goes. Nice. And I'm just an amateur, so we're, we're, we're trying to get there, and we're learning from the mistakes we're doing, and we're getting better. 
and uh, that just motivates to do it better next time mm-hmm. and uh, set new goals. So, yeah. uh, so that's that's pretty much what I'm gonna do post Sunday. That's new goals, new times, new PRs, or, right. or new events. Right. So, uh, and that that'll be what you're kind of thinking about. Uh, you know, the last 10k is as you're approaching the finish line. It's like, oh yeah, yeah like I'm doing so well this time, but now for next time, I feel like that's always uh, the thing yeah. that goes on in the marathon too. Exactly. Um, the uh, sort of thing that I want to echo too is that yeah, any training block is a learning experience, and if you can yeah. go through you know a race like your previous. Um, you know, marathon where maybe you didn't take as much fueling or maybe you started out a little bit uh, too hot. Uh, one phrase I love is that the marathon is very easy until it isn't. And then it becomes very, very <laughs> yeah. hard. Uh, and everybody's kind of been there if you've uh, done a marathon where it feels very easy through the first half or 25K or so. Um, but it sounds like you're setting yourself up very, very well for success. Um, if people want to follow along in the next uh, you know, few days to keep up with uh, your, your your training journey uh, and then your goal race day and then whatever goals you set after that, yeah. where can they follow along? I'm primarily on Instagram and I have a bunch of content, video and photos, et cetera. And I, I, I have my camera out pretty much every time I run outside. So uh, it, it's, it's, it's fun following along. Uh, my handle on Instagram is uh, Evos Runs. So Evos.runs. Awesome. And we, uh, we, you know, feature some of our stride ambassadors like yourself on our Instagram too. So if people follow along, they can uh, easily click into your profile and follow along there. Uh, Kenneth, I want to thank you again so much for coming on. We're super excited to see, uh, you know, your, your, your run your goal race. Um, it's a super, super fun time in that training block again, where we start to taper down and that running stress balance mm-hmm. starts to creep up yeah. to that positive. Exactly. Um, but we're excited for you uh, for this weekend and we look forward to uh, following on. Thanks so much for coming on uh, for yeah, this for this last uh, training check-in. Awesome. Cool. Great. Thanks, Evan. Thank you so much. We will see everybody next time. Bye-bye.